0: This is the Reading Instruction Show. I'm your host, as always, Dr. Andy Johnson. This is the second in a series of podcasts looking at teacher autonomy. And this one focuses on systems. Teachers exist in a school context, which exists within a systems context. A system is an interacting and interdependent set of elements working together to form a unified whole. To fully understand the obstacles teachers face and why some are leaving education, one must first understand the system in which they exist. Arthur Combs described two common types of systems used in organizations, a top-down closed system and a person-centered Open system. This podcast examines a person-centered open system used with schools. Now, person-centered open systems are often found in the helping professions, such as human services, healthcare care organizations, disability services, community services, social work, government agencies, organizations providing physical and psychological therapy, the medical field, and education. While this type of system is more common to small organizations, it also contains many of the elements of a healthy, functioning democracy. It starts with a people paradigm. Person-centered open systems have their origins in the work of Carl Rogers and person-centered psychotherapy. Developed in the 60s and early 70s, person-centered psychotherapy diverged from their traditional psychotherapeutic methods of the time that used the medical model to diagnose the patient and then prescribe treatment. This treatment usually involved the therapist manipulating or directing the patient toward a goal that the therapist had identified. In contrast, Rogers used a non-directive, empathetic approach that empowered each client to achieve his or her personal goals on the way to wellness. It was recognized that every individual has a natural inclination toward wellness, wellness, growth, and self-actualization. These states of being and becoming are best facilitated by creating the supportive conditions that are unique to each individual person now person-centered open systems are leader facilitated and flex- and flexibly structured with roles that evolve as the tasks change and the organization evolves these roles include a system of checks and balances to ensure that the actions by all individuals and groups within the organization are in pursuit of that common goal. Checks and balances are also used to ensure that all voices are heard and no single voice dominates. Now, like the top-down closed system, it is goal-oriented with clearly defined objectives. However, Unlike the top-down-closed system, the person-centered system focuses on the processes used to facilitate the conditions in which goals and objectives can best be achieved. This process-oriented approach may seem a bit more inefficient when compared to the top-down-closed system. However, in the long term, This approach is more effective as it sustains growth and enhances the evolution of the organization. This, in turn, leads to better production of goods or delivery of services. A top-down approach does not allow for this degree of dynamic change. Now, let's look at this system applied to schools. When functioning at their highest, A school uses many of the elements of the person-centered open system. The goal of this type of school is for all students to achieve their full potential as human beings and as members of a democratic society. The specific objectives used to support this goal are unique to every school. Determinants of these objectives involve multiple types of measures and indicators. With this type of system, teachers are recognized as the most important variable in determining the amount of learning that takes place. The principal in this type of system is a leader facilitator whose central role it is to provide the conditions that enables each teacher to achieve his or her highest teaching state. These conditions include such things as time to plan and communicate with colleagues, manageable classroom sizes of 15 to 20 students, and the books and other teaching materials necessary to be effective. Within this context, teachers are empowered to make the decisions they know Are best for their school, their classrooms, and their students. However, good decision-making is predicated on teachers having a continually evolving and expanding body of knowledge related to educational research, research research-based theories, and theory-based practices. Thus, professional development is also one of the conditions necessary for a healthy functioning school system. In a person-centered open school system, schools and teachers are held accountable for the processes used, not just the outcome. It's recognized that focusing on the process, that is, the research-based practices and pedagogical strategies used, is the most effective way to achieve the desired learning outcome. Again, focusing on the process. Evaluating schools by the research-based practices they use and the pedagogical strategies they use. This is the most effective way to achieve the desired learning outcomes. In contrast, Focusing overly much on the outcome, which is often standardized test scores, has led many schools and teachers to engage in practices that can only be considered educational malpractice. Here, creativity, innovation, individuation, and high-level learning have been discarded in favor of educational practices that result only in improved test scores. Now, this utopian view of schools that I just described is not as implausible as it might seem. Many of the elements described here can be found in Montessori schools and are reflective of the holistic education movement Holistic education seeks to address the whole student, including the intellectual, emotional, physical, social, imaginative, and transpersonal elements. Now, one of the central tenets of schools using a person-centered open system is the recognition that all humans learn. It's a natural condition. Our big human brains are hardwired to acquire knowledge and understand phenomena. We are curious creatures who inherently try to make sense of the world that confronts us. In fact, it is impossible not to learn. It's this natural inclination that's enabled our species to evolve from early times. And learning is effortless and teaching is most effective when teaching is aligned with this natural inclination. Based on this, in this utopian school, which is not that hard, individualized education plans would be designed for all students. These plans would identify the goals of the student and parents. Imagine that. The goals of the teacher and school, ideas for achieving the goals, and ways to measure students' progress and benchmark toward these goals. If we would spend less time on these goofy standardized tests and implementing programs with fidelity, we would have more bandwidth for good education and individualized education plans for all students. And, of course, if this approach were used Students and parents would be consulted in all phases of the individualized education plan. They would be included in the thinking, planning, and decision-making along the way to the greatest extent possible. In a perfect education world, all students would be recognized as having unique learning needs. Every student would have some form of an individualized education plan. And students would work with parents and teachers, and together they would define goals to which they aspire. These would be both personal and academic goals. And they would be involved in planning for the achievement of goals and setting of objectives or benchmarks to document their progress along the way. Each student would have a voice in the individualized education plan process, thereby enhancing both self-efficacy, which enhances learning, and self-determination, which gets them ready for life outside the classroom. And that's what we're trying to do. Not prepare students for school life, for the next classroom, but prepare them for the world. In this uh, perfect world, Individualized education plans for all students would be simple, pragmatic, usable, flexible, and lead to positive real-world outcomes. Let's think more about the perfect educational world using an open system.